Prepare to Attack is a collaboration between Mash Those Buttons, Wawa's Bootcamp, and Mayhem.gg. Visit MashThoseButtons.com to learn more about our shows. Visit Wawa's Bootcamp on Discord to get coaching on your favorite Overwatch characters. Visit Mayhem.gg for live coaching streams and VODs. Hello and welcome to Prepare to Attack, a podcast series that aims to improve your understanding of Overwatch and its characters. Today's hero is Bastion. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with co- uh, Coach from Wawa's Booch Camp, Typo. Hey. All right, Typo, you want to <laughs> tell the folks a little bit about yourself? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I'm a GM player. I flex a lot. I play just about everything. And uh, I just want to share some of my knowledge on Bastion. All right, great. Bastion, clearly the most popular character in the game, uh, played at all the high levels, correct? Yeah, yeah, of course. You see, just yeah. just look at OWL, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's let's talk a little bit about Bastion here. He is a DPS. Uh, he his weapon actually depends on what configuration he's currently in. He has two configuration mode: recon and sentry. Uh, his abilities are are pretty simple. He has one ability that helps him reconfigure into a different mode. He has self-repair, and he also has a passive ability called Ironclad, which uh, allows him to take a bit more damage in his sentry form. His ultimate is Tank, which is technically speaking another reconfiguration, but he turns into a tank and can output a ton of damage there. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about what the goals of playing Bastion are? So the main thing is that he's really good at, again, doing a lot of damage. So you want to pick him into situations where you know the enemy team will bring, be running a lot of tanks, which is good because the meta is sort of shifting in that direction right now. Uh, if you've watched any Horizon Lunar Colony in OWL, you know that quad tank is run a lot. He uh, is also very good in situations when you need to... You only get one fight, essentially, uh, on payload. Uh, this happens commonly in third or fourth round overtime situations on escort uh, or hybrid where you cap the point and you just switch to Bastion. And then you set him on the card and you call it a day. All right, so let's go ahead and get into uh, we know how Bastion actually works here. We're going to talk about his two configurations, Recon and Sentry. Now, in Recon mode, that's when he is not a big turret sitting on the ground. <laughs> that is when he's, <laughs> when he's walking around. He has a hitscan submachine gun that does 6 to 20 damage per round, and it shoots 8 rounds per second. Uh, there is a damage fall off at about 26 meters all the way to 50 meters, and he has 25 ammo in that submachine gun, and it has a two-second reload time, which is, I think, it's, uh, about average, the two-second reload time. It's, it's so, a little bit longer, but yeah, it's about... Oh, longer. Yeah. oh yeah, okay. And uh, in his sentry form, he actually do less damage, but he, he shoots way more of them. Uh, he does 4 to 15 damage per round, but he shoots 35 rounds per second. The damage fall off is a bit longer. It starts at 35 meters all the way out to 55 meters and he has 300 ammo, also another two second reload time and 
he like when he goes into century, he doesn't have a head. However, there is a blue cube on his back that takes headshot damage. So if you are if you're Bastion, you don't want your back to anybody, obviously. And if you are trying to kill a Bastion, aim for the blue box. So uh, now that we've gone over his configurations, what can you tell us about using them effectively? Okay. So the thing about his two modes is that uh, one of them cannot move and the other can for pretty obviously, right? Have you played the hero at all? <laughs> um, so the thing to note is that sentry mode is where a lot of his power is based. It's where he puts out the most damage uh, and for the longest period of time. So you want to look for situations where you can sentry mode, and but you don't want to die because you can't move, which is pretty common for a lot of Bastions. Blizzard made this a little bit easier with Ironclad and a self-heal so that he can uh, survive situations where that he couldn't used to, but uh, it's still generally very risky and very, commit, uh, very committal. So you poke around in recon mode until you can find a good, a good time or situation to go sentry mode and, and output all your damage. Gotcha. So when a, a bad time to go sentry probably be when you're by yourself. Yeah. Because you can, I, I personally have killed Bastions like I, I'd be, I'll be baby diva, and I can jump around and kill a bastion that's sitting by himself. Yeah, you never want to do uh, in front of a Hanzo either. One scatter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So sentry, sentry form. Even though it is extremely powerful, you're probably looking at you know making sure that your team is around you. You don't want to be, you don't, you don't want the enemy team to be able to focus you while you're in sentry because yes, you do have you pumping out a lot of damage. Yes, you have. Uh, uh, more health than average and ironclad, but at the end of the day, you can still like just being uh, stationary in the game is a bad idea. Speaking of that ironclad, uh, I don't, I don't believe we've mentioned it uh, or talked about it, talked about it. It increases your damage resistance by twenty percent, so that uh, all damage numbers are decreased by twenty percent. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, which means that like when you when he has three hundred health, he effectively has something like three hundred and sixty or so. If I did my math right, I, I might not have. And along with armor, effectively, he has something like close to 400, especially with the self-heal. Right. So I actually put you around tank numbers like Zarya. Yeah. yeah. But you can't move, which is really big. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's huge. So sentry form, I mean, obviously, the mo I think most of the time we see sentry form, it's behind a Reinhardt shield or behind a Rissa or something or like that. Or behind both. <laughs> or behind both, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, most of the time, you, you rarely see Bastion just kind of sitting off on the side or on their own. That's how they get hooked. Yeah. You know, and killed. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you get, uh, you know, defense matrix with the micro-missiles coming right at you. Yeah. So, yeah, that's definitely not the way to go. I, I know, um, you know, also, with recon mode, you, you mentioned that it's like, uh, it's a lot like Soldier, except you don't have, like, burst damage mm -hmm. with, with the, with the, uh, Helix rockets. So if you're coming across, like let's say a Farah or something like that, even especially at a long distance, it, it would be better to go to switch back into recon if you're the person that has to take care of it. Right? Let's say you don't have any other hits on your team. Yeah. If you're the person that has to take care of it, it's better. Is it better to switch to recon or just to continue firing her as sentry? That depends heavily on the range. Uh, sentry is very big spread. So the fair, but the fair is right, like close enough where the spread doesn't matter. You you blow up instantly, right? But if uh you're at a range where like you can't actually blow up in sentry, or you're not already in sentry, that's a big thing, right? Um, then recon can deal headshot damage, and also has very good spread, So uh, and spread recovery. So you can just shoot her out at the sky sometimes as recon. Um, gotcha. Recon's only weakness, uh, well, I mean, there's a couple, compared to soldier. 
Uh, but his biggest one is that he lacks 1v1 ability. If you ever try to duel a Bastion Recon, it's usually not too hard. Because he has a really big hitbox, he can't heal and shoot at the same time, and he has no burst damage, right? So those, right. those things all add up to make him pretty easy to duel compared to a soldier. Gotcha. And would you say, what I see a lot of people do in a fight, in a 1v1, when they're Bastion, is that they will, they will you know, reconfigure two Sentry out of Recon and end up losing that fight. I mean, it's only, it's a very short time to actually transform into Sentry, which we're going to get into shortly. But I think it's enough time for somebody to put some major damage on you. Well, what do you think about that? Uh, that depends on the expected like damage output of whoever you're fighting, right? Uh, because you don't gain your Ironclad defensive bonus until you're actually into Sentry mode. So if you're just, if you're just transforming and they're, say, a Tracer, they can output a lot of damage on you, right? If it's just like a Lucio, like, you don't really care. Uh, a good time to go sentry mode is if they're about to reload, and you know they're about to reload because you've been counting their shots or you've seen them shooting. Um, so if you know they're about to reload, you can just go sentry mode for free, essentially. Uh, and then you can like heal with ironclad bonus and shoot them, and you'll win the long fight nine, nine, nine times out of ten, right? Um, but right. it's risky. You need to, you need to understand the risk of whenever you do it. You don't you don't want to get in the habit of doing it blind. Gotcha. You don't want to do it like against a roadhog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who will just hook you right see, out of center? See, if you know he doesn't have hook though, and you know he's like, say, only da he's down to like one or two shots, it's a okay then, right? Um, and that's the, that'll pro probably give you the best odds of killing the roadhog yourself too. Um, but if he had, if he's close to hook or he has a lot of ammo, although sometimes you can go recon it into a lot of ammo depending on the range, because roadhog has some weird ranges where he doesn't actually do much damage. But if if you know he doesn't, uh, if he's if he's coming close to hook though, or he hasn't used in a while, then it's probably not the time to go sentry. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I think one thing that we should note too that it's there's there are a few abilities that can pull you out of sentry. Yeah. Uh, one being the roadhog roadhog hook, and the other uh, being Sombra's hack. Yeah. There's also Reinhardt's charge and uh, Doomfist's punch. They they also do the same thing. Well, they knock you out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not too big on Doomfist myself, so I've never actually successfully punched a Bastion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, something like Lucio's, um, you know, boop, that's not going to, that won't even move you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No movement, like, displacement abilities will do it other than Arisa's Halt and Graviton Surge, which will pull you into the grab. Right. But they, they still keep you in Sentry when they do that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something to keep in mind. Note that Flashbang oh. does not pull you out of uh, sentry mode, even though it's a stun, unlike all the other stuns. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, and I believe Sleep... Actually, Sleep Dart will, though. Sleep Dart will pull you out of sentry. Oh, okay. That's yeah. not, I've never slept that Bastion before. Yeah. If, if you're really playing against an Anna, you kind of have to have a shield. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so easy to sleep a Bastion from any range. I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's go ahead and, and get into his abilities, because... Usually, that's uh, where the show gets kind of long and complicated, but Bastion's ability, so simple, one is reconfigure, which that takes you from recon to sentry and vice versa. Mm -hmm. uh, to reconfigure into sentry is only one second, and to re and then to uh, reconfigure back to recon is only 0.5 seconds. And one thing that is of note uh, that I don't think a lot of people realize is that after two seconds, reconfigure will reload your weapons. So, if you are recon and you're running out of ammo and you reconfigure into sentry, you know when you re when you re reconfigure back into recon, your recon ammo will have been 
refilled and yeah. vice versa. The most common usage of this is with um, actually the sentry mode where you go to one place and you shoot for a while and then you jump out, go to recon, walk around for like half a second and then go back into sentry for like a slight reposition, which uh, matters a lot with like people who are like can't look at you consistently and then they want but they want to like do something to you. Uh, you if you're constantly moving around like every couple seconds and you like even for half a second and then you go back to sentry mode, you don't you have, you never have to reload your sentry mode, right? Um, right. You should pretty much only need to reload on sentry when you're on the payload and you're just there's not a lot of reason to move. Um, otherwise, you should just be like going to recon and walking around because it's the same time. Gotcha. And it, same amount of time, but you can still output damage. Yeah, you can output is... damage. You can move. It's just generally better. Right. So, all right, that's good. Uh, his other ability is self repair, which it repairs 75 HP per second, and it lasts up to four meters. It's it's a um, it's a metered ability. So you know, if you only hit it for one second, it only uses a certain amount, which is four seconds. So let's say a second takes 25% of your repair meter. Uh, if you do manage to go uh, to use the entire meter, uh, it, it takes seven seconds to fully recharge. Yeah, it's it's always up. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the old days of Defense Matrix of, uh, where it was four-second duration and 10-second recharge and people thought it was it was like oppressive? Bastion Heal yeah. is always up. <laughs> you'll never run out of, if you ever if you're running out of self-repair uh you probably were so badly out of position you deserve to die <laughs> yeah. uh it's worth noting 75 hp per second is a lot it's very strong that's that's it, more healing than mercy does yeah it's more healing than mercy <laughs> um <laughs> it, four seconds is a full heal for yourself um from zero to 300 uh you also have armor this stacks with other heals so if you're being focused healed by your ally and you're healing yourself you can sustain through almost any kind of like non-burst damage um it's the only time you're ever really going to die, with, especially with Ironclad, uh, is against like Discord, like anti heals and stuff. It, it's a lot. Gotcha. Yeah. So. Oh, as a side note, it also builds ultimate uh, because uh, healing and damage both build ult uh, across the board in the game. So um, the it builds ultimate. So taking damage instead of repairing, as uh, like every time you peek and you deal some damage and you take some damage, you just pull back repair and you build your ult very quickly that way. Bastion can build ult really fast. Yeah. It, it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, yeah, because at the very least, when Bashan does his ultimate, and we're, we might as well just kind of roll into it, yep. um, if he does his ultimate, if he's, even if he's not killing somebody, he's at least clearing the area out. Like, nobody's going to stand around and just take that. Yeah. You know, so it, it's, it's good either way. But let's talk about his ultimate, which is the tank configuration. Uh, each hit, uh, well, basically what he does is he turns into a tank, and uh, instead of the rapid-fire hit scan, he now has a, uh, a, a high-damage projectile, which does uh, 205 direct hit damage and 35 damage to himself if he manages to get hit. Uh, the projectile moves at 60 meters per second and has a 4-meter area of effect, so it's like a Pharaoh rocket on steroids. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it doesn't shoot that fast. It shoots 1.11 rounds per second and has an eight-second duration. So, what can you tell us about using tank? So, the important thing to know about tank is that it has, I think, a two-second transformation time or so, and it doesn't actually improve your survivability in any way. The old tank before the rework gave you 150 bonus armor, but now it's the same survivability as being in uh, sentry mode. But you don't actually, you can't actually do anything during it. You can't heal. You can't shoot. So. It's, you don't really want to use tank when you're under pressure. 
because it's it doesn't actually improve your survivability any. The most the the, the thing that tank does that uh, sentry doesn't is that it gives you mobility. It lets you move, and most importantly, most importantly, it lets you rocket jump. That's why the thirty-five self damage is worth noting because uh, you rocket jump a lot. You can use this to gain angles to so shoot over shields. You can jump over people. You can jump onto high ground and uh, get places where you normally wouldn't. And then that also has the benefit added benefit later of uh, once you've won the fight, you can just set up as a turret on this high ground that nobody expects you to be on, right? Um, <laughs> um, it's also burst damage, which lets you punch through things like transcendence that you normally wouldn't be able to. Uh, it's not too great against tanks, but it's uh, very good against squishies. The most important tech to note for uh, for the tank configuration, besides the rocket jumping, is that you can heal between shots. There's enough time between shots so you can get a substantial heal in between every shot. This is really good when you're rocket jumping because you do self damage, and you and you also just want to stay topped up in general on your ult because uh, there's so much synergy between your 100 armor that you have as part of your health pool and the 20% damage reduction you get um, from ironclad. If you if you're not aware what the what armor does, it reduces all damage you take by 50% up to five. So if someone does 10 damage, you take five. Anything more than that, you 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 get a five damage reduction. Anything less than 10 is straight up 50%. Um, so if you're taking 50% less damage and then that's reduced by 10%, you're taking 40%. It's so little damage compared to like the, the, the actual damage they're trying to put out. Um, so staying topped off is good. Healing between shots keeps you topped off and negates damage from your uh, rockets. It's okay actually to let this build into muscle memory even if you don't need the healing. A lot of people think about it as like kind of wasted value, but like I said earlier, heal is always up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's just not really much penalty to be healing constantly between shots. Gotcha. I know one of the worst things I do when I when I play Bastion is, you know, I remember when, you know, you used to get that extra armor when you would turn into a tank. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know, it's just, it's just like, oh, I'm in, under pressure and I hit the button anyway. And as I'm hitting the button, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like uh, yeah. that's not going to work anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> that awkward moment. Yeah, you could definitely, like, it's definitely not one of those panic alts you want to do to help you survive, right? Yeah, I mean, it, um, it can be. If you're being focus healed and you know you'll be fine doing the transformation, that's, it's, it's pretty good because in situations where, like, they're Tracer and Genji and they're Winston Dive you and they've burned a lot of cooldowns, especially their defensive tools, and they've used a lot of their Matrix already, like, like blocking your shots, then you just go tank mode and you just blow them all up with one-shots because uh, if they're anywhere close to you and you just shoot the ground near you, they'll take a lot of damage, right? And you can just blow up squishies that way. Uh, where you normally wouldn't be able to like track them because they're so fast and right next to you with your with your minigun. Gotcha. But okay. you need to be certain you'll be survive. <laughs> you'll you'll survive it. Right. Exactly. Because you're not going to blow anybody up if you're dead. Yeah. So. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, you know, with Bastion, I mean, obviously positioning is a pretty important piece here. Do you have any tips on positioning Bastion? Uh, you know, for maximum effect. Yeah. Um. As with any other hit scan, high ground is very important. Uh, it helps a lot. It removes a lot of your weaknesses uh, because anyone who approaches you has to do it relatively linearly. Like when a Winston jumps, you can track it perfectly the whole way, right? It also makes it so that uh, not every enemy hero can get on top of you. If the enemy team's running quad tank, they have to get onto your high ground before they can actually fight you, which means you get a lot of free seconds of shooting and uh, like the ability to like see that they're coming up to you and just re and just walk away, right? It, Bastion is kind of a hero that doesn't play well on his own though, so if your team's down high ground, you kind of just have to play with your tanks. Your tanks are what will keep you alive, uh, along with your healers, but especially your tanks, because shields are so important for Bastion, because you have no innate survivability besides your ironclad bonus and your self-heal. So it's important that you have stuff to stop you from, as we said earlier, getting slept, getting hooked, getting anti-healed is actually really big. 
block explosions. <laughs> Bubbles are really uh, can be really useful for a lot of this. Um, although generally speaking, Diva is a better partner than Zarya for uh, just more uptime reasons. Just play with your team; it's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, what would you say? Let's get into strengths and weaknesses. What would you say Bastion's biggest strength, strengths are? Uh, it's definitely tank busting. Uh, he does so much damage, right? He breaks shields, he breaks tanks. Um, yeah, just the sustained damage is so much. Uh, in a game where there's a lot of sustained healing, like it's very hard to crack quad tank or similar strategies without a Bastion, just because his damage output is so high. Gotcha. And what about weaknesses? Um, as we said, we covered earlier, he's very immobile. He just doesn't move uh, very much. It's even like his... Uh, his recon form would be considered low mobility. Like even McCree has a role, right? <laughs> um, so he just he just walks around and self heals. That's his that's his way to escape, and it's just not very good. Um, he also suffers from a really big hitbox in all in all modes that he has, meaning that it's just it's very hard to miss a Bastion even when he is moving. Can be kind of a um, focal point of a comp. He's very defining a feature of of every comp you run him in. So it gets to the point where you will always be focused, and you need to understand if the enemy team will have enough focus, like heroes that are good against you, to always focus you, no matter how hard, how well your team protects you. Well, when do you, when would be a good time to pick Bastion? So there's a couple of good times to pick him. Uh, the most common one is at the start of an escort map, where you start with the payload, and there's not really a lot of good positions or good reasons for defense to contest you getting on the payload. Um, they also don't know what whether you'll be running a Bastion or not, so they can't. Uh, usually position around the payload in advance because they're aware that you're going to run Bastion. So you you pretty much always get the payload for free on maps like Gibraltar, uh, Junkertown, and very notably Junkertown, Dorado. You, you get the payload for free. And so um, those are usually decent times to play Bastion just because you'll always be on the payload at the start, which is where you're strongest um, because it moves for you. <laughs> um, <Right. laughs> and uh, some maps are better than others. Junkertown is notoriously good for Bastion. It's very open. It's very hard to dodge the Bastion. Uh, the, the high ground isn't very high, which puts the payload very close to it, meaning you're more or less very level with the defenders at pretty much every stage of the map, uh, other than second point. But second point is very easy to get snowballed anyway. So besides that, uh, but other maps like Gibraltar and um, Dorado, they're much harder to, just, to justify. So you, you need to know what they're going to... You, you should have a good idea what they're, what they're going to pick before you pick Bastion and, and, onto those maps. Uh, the other scenario where Bastion is very good is in, uh, I think I mentioned earlier, third or fourth round overtime situations. The hero thrives in... Uh, w <clears throat> when you're in a third or fourth round overtime, you kind of get one fight. If you lose control of the cart once, you lose, right? So if you're going to do that, you might as well pick the strongest hero you can get in terms of damage output for that one fight, right? So you pick a Bastion, you pick maybe a Reinhardt or a Shinorisa, just some kind of shield, and then you just try and win, try to snowball off the fact that you capped first point. Okay. And when should you not be picking Bastion? Uh, pretty much every other situation. <laughs> not gonna lie, he's he's a very situational character. All right. I mean, normally I, I would say that's fine with me, but uh, the Overwatch team, whenever a character is situational, they try to make changes to him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's always just gonna be more niche characters than others. Like I said, like his his recon mode is very similar to soldiers, but you'll never pick a soldier over. A recon bastion just because the soldier he is way more flexible he has more mobility and he can he has much more burst damage right and his ultimate is uh generally not as easy to kill <laughs> easy to shut down <laughs> it's not 
hard necessarily to shut down a soldier ultimate, but it's not as easy as a Bastion ult. Although oh, Bastion right. ult does have rocket jumping, but you know. Um, right. Yeah. It's just, soldier is just such a more versatile pick than Bastion that if you don't need sentry mode specifically, then you might as well just pick a soldier, right? Gotcha. Makes sense. All right. Uh, so any common mistakes that you normally see Bastion players make? Um, be aware of your surroundings before you set up for sentry. Uh, you don't want to get the habit of just like setting up willy nilly and then just dying. Whenever you die a sentry, you should always be there's, unless like your team is losing the fight no matter what. You should always have a moment where you consider, hmm, what should I, why why shouldn't I have set why shouldn't I have set up there, and w when would have been a good time to set up right? Um, it's okay to spend a lot of time in recon if you have to, uh, but uh, just note that whenever you get punished for sentry, just think about what got you punished. Um, that said, don't be afraid of going sentry, because you'll never learn if you don't get punished for being a sentry, right? So, go sentry when you feel like you should, and then consider the situation if you do get punished. Gotcha. Okay. Any additional tips on Bastion you want to give? Um, I think I mentioned most of them. The self-heal during your, during your ult is, is very important, as is the rocket jumping. The biggest advantage your tank ult has is that uh, it's burst, it's, uh, sorry, it has mobility, so you want to maximize your mobility by getting into places that the enemy team won't, ex won't expect you to, and like hit shots that they would normally have been able to block, but weren't expecting it to come from that angle. Um, other than that, it's uh, ask your team for shields. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, generally speaking, you want to probably talk to your team about going Bastion before you go Bastion. Yeah, be in voice chat. It helps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pro tip. But most people are, are, are willing to, to flex around a Bastion these days because of the, how much they see it in the OWL and how like more understood he's, he is as a result. So as long as you communicate it and it actually is a decent hunt to pick it, then you, you should be okay communicating with your team. If they're really stubborn and don't want you to pick Bastion, you might want to consider switching. Gotcha. All right. So any final thoughts before we uh, go ahead and close up here? Um, I think I covered everything I wanted to talk about. Um, yeah. Not really. Right. <laughs> That's yep. fine, yeah. The Bastion's not the most complex character. That's yeah. why this episode is looking to be about 30 minutes long or so. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. But uh, okay, well, thanks a lot for coming on to the show and, and talking about Bastion. Yeah, no problem. Our most requested character. Not really. <laughs> but still. <laughs> he is in Overwatch, and we did promise to get all the Overwatch characters. Yeah. He has his so place. He has his place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he definitely has his place. Not all the time. Yeah. But <laughs> he's he definitely playing in Overwatch. Yeah. yeah. So if you have any questions about what you heard or anything on Prepare to Attack, please feel free to contact us. You can uh, reach us at contact at preparetoattack.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter. Uh, also, I'm sure the, the coaches at Wawa's Bootcamp are more than happy to answer your questions about Bastion and the Wawa's Bootcamp Discord. Actually, can you tell us a little bit about Wawa's Bootcamp? Uh, yeah, so it's a free coaching Discord uh, where uh, everything's automated, uh, more or less. Uh, so you can find a coach that plays your heroes or coaches your heroes and uh, get some free coaching. They're, we're all pretty good, I'd, I'd say. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we have quite a bit of experience between us, so. Yeah, check us out. All right. And you can reach Wawa's Bootcamp on Twitter at Wawa's Bootcamp. And is it discord.gg slash Wawa's Bootcamp, I believe? 
Yes, it is. It it's is. Okay. Slash my watch boot camp. All right. So you, you could check them out there. Uh, if you want to keep up with me and Bob and what we got going on, mash those buttons. Uh, you can follow us on Watchpoint Radio. That is a show we want run weekly that focuses primarily on Overwatch and its community. And you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash watchpointradio. And also uh, mash those buttons at uh, twitter.com slash mtbsite. Uh, we also like to talk about mayhem.gg. That's, that's a great tool that a lot of coaches from Wawa's Bootcamp use. Do you mayhem.gg? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Um, it's a little awkward for me because I like to use the arrow keys on my on my VOD views um, for just like quick skips forward and backward. And as far as I'm aware, Mayhem GG doesn't do that yet. But it's very convenient because it effectively streams your live VOD review session, and you can draw all over it, and it looks pretty. And it's very easy for people to follow what you're talking about because they can see your cursor and your your pictures. Right. So it's a great tool that you can just watch right alongside with your coach. And then on top of that, I believe people can watch sessions later on. Yeah, so you know if they're having yes. Yeah, if they're having the same questions as, as you, or if you're having the same questions somebody else had, you can watch their coaching session and maybe pick up some tips and learn how to play Overwatch a bit better. At this point, I mean, there's really no reason for you to be really bad at Overwatch anymore. <laughs> yeah, we've been out for two years almost, you know. It's about, yeah, it's about, <laughs> yeah, it's about two years. You got Wawa's boot camp. You got Mayhem.gg. You got Prepared to Attack. <laughs> it's time to get the Platinum at least, folks. You can do it. <laughs> We believe in you. It's it, it's time. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. If you did enjoy the show, uh, you know uh, the best way to help us out is to share the show with others. You know, like the whole purpose of Prepare to Attack is to help the Overwatch community get better at playing Overwatch, so that everybody has better games. So if you know somebody that uh, you know that you think could um, really uh, it, you know use the show, go ahead and pass it along. Also, if you uh, felt so inclined, leaving a review on your uh, podcast platform of choice, uh, a rating and review, that would be a tremendous help to us as well. We thank everybody who has done that so far. And uh, finally, I'd like to thank Good Luck Have Fun for allowing us to use the theme. Uh, sounds like Overwatch. Uh, the song sounds like Overwatch as the theme for the show. And I would highly suggest checking out Good Luck Have Fun on YouTube where he has a bunch of videos where he generally uses sounds from the games to make music so it's really awesome but yeah once again uh you know thank you very much Cypher, for coming on to the show yeah, and you. we yeah. hope i hope everybody's bastion play is a lot better now <laughs> all right <laughs> so uh you guys have a go and we'll catch you on the next hero later <laughs> <laughs>